0: Hello there, guys, and welcome to Behind the Bunker. It is episode 493 here, podcast 373. My name is Todd Answers. Thank you guys so much for joining me. It is our weekly paintball show that uh, gets turned into a podcast. So if you guys uh, aren't able to sit through the whole thing, uh, go ahead and download it anywhere that you get your favorite podcasts from. We're going to be talking about all kinds of great things in the world of paintball, including um, the topic tonight is what is the worst thing that's ever happened to you at a paintball field? So we'll get to that in just a few minutes. But before we do that, I want to introduce you to uh, a great bunch of guys. We've got uh, Gavin Charmer from TerraTech Industries.
1: That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for joining us on a Monday night. And it is behind the bunker, 8.05 p.m. Make sure you hit those likes and share. And make sure you comment tonight because we are watching you in the chat forums. Uh, not only on the Facebooks, but on the YouTubes. Uh, so thank you so much for joining us. And uh, make sure you share the love of the show to the world.
0: We are the world. And then we have uh, Josh Zubizabricus.
2: That yeah, don't sing anymore at all. <laughs>
0: Actually, I thought just that was pretty good. good.
2: No, no, definitely wasn't. Uh, yeah, thank you everyone for tuning in. Thank you to all 74 of you who shared the show last week. Uh, we very much appreciate that. Uh, to the other you know, 3,000 people that watched, we'll, we'll wait for the share. We'll, we'll you know, just try it now. But yeah thanks for
0: tuning in there we go and joe kimson flaggers paintball
3: greetings and thanks everyone for tuning in tonight we know it's uh everyone's garbage night and formerly hawaii 5 i guess bull is on later so people can watch that when they're when they're finished here but thanks for tuning in tonight uh don't forget to hashtag like and share this show and we have your usual not your usual banter but we have some good banter tonight um on behind the bunker see you soon pew pew
0: lots to get to tonight guys uh and also want to thank all of our sponsors before we go any further gi sports plant eclipse ruthless Enola gay Arabs, and exalt as well as dlx and flagraders guys if it wasn't for those guys you wouldn't be here and we're going to be talking more about them as the night goes on but something i want to tell you guys about and i don't know if you guys are aware of this but i quickly breezed over it when i first spoke today this is episode 493 that means in just a few weeks guys we're going to be celebrating our 500th episode 500 500th episode of this nonsense we call a paintball show uh and i want to thank you all of you guys who have been watching and supporting the show sharing the show liking it um sharing it to all your facebook groups if it wasn't for you guys we may not make 500 and uh, I, I do appreciate you guys here every week and as gavin said we are watching you guys in youtube and on our live facebook feed so if you guys want to get a shout out put it up there and we'll try to uh re- read your comments especially when we talk about the topic tonight uh, which is this what uh worst thing that happened to you at a paintball field and let's be honest more of you guys have uh more than one story i guarantee it uh, a couple of weeks ago we talked about this the jeremy psalm sniper incident if you guys don't know anything about it head on over to paintball.media and get yourselves signed up to watch that uh fantastic and then uh coming in april you guys will be able to see the tim montrestor uh documentary as well when that lands and i know it's not 500 but gavin you posted this on your facebook page this week
1: i sure did that uh, <laughs> popped up my, yes that popped up in my memory and uh what a wonderful memory was the hundredth show, and that was what about? Was it seven years ago? No, I can't recall. It, eight, years eight years ago. Yeah, eight sorry. years ago. Yeah, sorry.
0: Two thousand thirteen. Seven. Okay, seven years ago. I okay. guess no, eight crazy. years ago. I'm sorry. Yeah, they're two thousand twenty one, and look can at this. Can we start this. You can tune in, and you could see there's Jack Wan, and then myself and Joe, then Josh with his baby face. Gavin with his little uh, little what do you call that?
1: Uh, the flavor saver. <laughs> the
0: flavor saver. Yep. Matt with a fledgling uh, fledgling beard there, and Chris Christopherson, our first intern. Very nice. That seems like just a couple years
3: ago. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's true. That's crazy. Wow, that, that is crazy. So
1: like almost 500 shows, uh, we're still here. CRTC hasn't kicked us off. Not yet. Uh, we haven't been assassinated, and uh, well. I'm still enjoying it somewhat. Uh, so, you know, I appreciate uh, all the love and support over the course of the years. Uh, it was a wonderful memory for me, you know, for us during lockdown at this point. Uh, but yeah, we've been we've been kicking it strong in 450 something shows and, you know, we're close to the 500 mark. It's, uh, yeah, it's pretty damn fantastic.
0: But then we've had some monumental things in the meantime, and we'll get to this on the 500th episode, but like we've been, we've done all our live shows at paintball extravaganza we're the only one to do that we've done live shows from world cup we've done uh from a from uh from the uh scenario games at flaggers we've done a couple of live events um we've done a lot of things behind the bunkers come a long way we went to uh pax one of the world's largest uh video game conferences to to sell the paintball yeah that was pretty awesome so
1: gavin are you ready But I, but I do remember all those sort of monumental uh, pivotal points in uh, in paintball's growth, right? Uh, That you know we are very much a part of the uh, the paintball history, the paintball story, and so I'm 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 grateful to be here each and every week. And uh, I I say it, and I'm absolutely sincere. I'm grateful for every one of you who watches the show and shares and, and contributes in the chat. Uh, because not only uh, are you viewers, but you become part of the family, and we look forward to seeing you each and every week. So, yeah. um, you know, you can pan off me before I start tearing up. Uh, but it's uh, you know, it's a wonderful, it's a wonderful thing to do, and a privilege to be able to be here each and every Monday night uh, to deliver some paintball content and a whole lot of arguing, and sometimes <laughs> some drinking as well. <laughs> a feuding and a fussing.
0: A fe- yeah, fussing and a feuding. So yeah, so again, thanks to all of you guys who are watching. Uh, I'm, we're the only ones that are not shouting out team tags in the live chat. So thank you. Nice to see team tags in the, in the live chat. Um, patches, guys. I sent out almost everything I have. I got a couple left. Uh, if you guys want a patch, send me a DM. We are selling them for 10 bucks plus shipping, which is pretty reasonable because we can just send them post. This one here, uh, Oliver Powell received and sent me a picture. Uh, nice to see that he got his so quickly. Um, also, watch on Thursday, guys. We are releasing highlights from the show. Um, hopefully, this week we can produce a highlight, uh, but we do that every week so that you guys can uh, catch up on a bit of it. And hopefully, we can tempt you to download our podcast and listen to us there. A um, couple weeks uh, or a couple weeks from now, guys, March twenty-six to twenty-eighth. Head on over to uh, play the Jurassic at Battlefield Orlando. And if you're going to sign up for a team, sign up for the Yellow Squad. That's where our Command Bro friends are going to be playing. So make sure you sign up for them. Uh, Jurassic, here you go. Here's the same poster, just a little different twist. Make sure you guys head on over there. As you can see, it's a Behind the Bunker Sanction game.
3: I like purple.
0: (laughs) I like turtles. Save the date. 2021 (laughs) Mission Masters. Uh, There's their set of games. You definitely want to check those out. Uh, World at War Crimson Dawn, brought to you by Joe Kimson. Although he won't be there, he's going to zoom in. It's um, at
3: French, like, la, la, la.
0: <laughs> <laughs> April 9th to 11th. Um, B Rad Page, make sure you sign up for him at LaPorte, Indiana for Super Game Indiana. That happens on June 25th to 27th. And uh, Lake Norman Paintball. Uh, a little bit of airsoft and axe-throwing. Come check out their big scenario game that happens on Valentine's weekend.
3: And where are they located?
0: Uh, it's uh, Necklick. I'm not sure where they're located. I was going to say Backlick. But... <laughs> <laughs> back
3: Soft touch. Uh,
0: ca- uh, yeah, Cowlick, Indiana. Um, Cowlick, Indiana. <laughs> Alien versus Predators, April 24th to 25th. Make sure you guys check out that. That's at Black Ops Paintball. And that's in all family. I got for upcoming games. If you guys would like your game advertised on the show, all you got to do is put our logo on your poster, send it in to us, and we will flog it until you guys are packed. So uh, send those uh, send those posters in. Uh, Dan Black says March 5th to 7th, Bones and Ashes. Where is that Dan Black? If you can post it up. He's in the uh, YouTube chat. Um, I saw this on Toronto PB Exchange. If you guys are interested in heading on over there and buying this, what do you guys think about this? Fresh out of the vault, the ad says. Picks don't do it any justice. OG, brand new lens, no damage or issues. Foam is perfect. How much do you think something like this is being asked for? $400. Gavin, what do you think?
1: I'm. I think Joe's in the right ballpark. Yes, I'm new to the appraisal of uh, the Proflex, and I'm going to say at least five hundred dollars for this one.
0: Okay, Josh,
3: you. This uh, this is if it's in Toronto, this is Canadian prices, though, right? Oh,
1: Canadian prices. Okay, so I'm going to go down a little bit because it's. No, um, go up a little bit. So I'm going to say six hundred dollars then, just a bit, six.
0: This is why you got canned at your in, at your currency exchange job, um, Josh. Like your what are you thinking? Site was the worst, <laughs> Josh. What are you thinking? How much would you pay for that?
2: Uh, how much I pay for it? Or how much I think somebody paid
0: for it? Uh, how much it's selling for? Really, is, should be the question. Dominic Norden says six twenty-five. Bab Spisser is actually back tonight. Says one twenty-five.
3: He didn't change his name, he should leave. <laughs> oh, the spiss. The spiss is here.
0: <laughs> Angry Canadian Gamer says 200 bucks, Bobby Douse says 250 bucks. Uh, Beardy McBeardington on YouTube says 500 bucks, best name ever. <laughs> I, think it's Dustin? Uh, I went I just uh, yeah, I wanted to see if that was Matt logged in to YouTube, but it's not. Um yeah. What do you got? Okay, so I'll will I'll tell you what he's asking. He says foam is perfect. He says four hundred and twenty-five U.S. dollars or five hundred and twenty-five Canadian, shipped from Alberta. No trades. I'm
2: well, glad he didn't let me answer because I was going to say a lot <laughs> higher. I did. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> No, you oh, did not. Oh,
0: damn it! Now I'm gonna to have to hear about it for the rest of the night. I'm sorry. What's Josh. What's
2: your excuse <laughs> now? Because I'm not sitting beside you in the studio, so you can't see me out of the corner of your eye. I know I'm wearing camouflage, but come on.
0: I think it's because I couldn't see you behind the mug.
2: I like your tiger stripe, but <laughs> it I is a little, is little small, isn't it?
3: <laughs> I had to wear something else. I was gonna wear my tiger stripe behind the bunker hoodie tonight, but I wore this one instead. My. Sort of a black multicam, if you will. What do you
0: call black black camo? I was just gonna ask, would you call that like urban camo?
3: Call it urban no, or night. That's uh multicam black. Is it multi-cam? I guess that's pretty close. This is pretty damn close to multicam black, so
1: all right. So Dominic Norden in the uh chat says the ProFlex buyers are crazy. So I've got a couple of uh, things I'm going to get appraised shortly to see what I can flip.
0: (laughs) So I'm not going to give them away, but there's a couple guys that have been messaging me uh, relentlessly and I am going to help them out. But they keep asking if I have anything that's JT that I have in storage that I'm willing to sell. And to be honest with you, I do, but I'm not going to storage. It's snowed in right now and I'm not able to get at it. But as soon as spring hits, I'll break it out. Um, But there's a lot like if you've got anything JT now is the time to uh, to make some money on it.
3: I have a brand new pair of um, cross all neon yellow um, crossfires, so they fit the Elite goggle. They don't fit the Spectra, but the the Spectre guys don't want it. But that man is a piece of that's a piece of paintball paintball history. Uh, so yeah. that, and the, the, the few, I've managed to sell a few Spectres off.
0: There we go. All right, guys, so we're going to do a couple things tonight. We've got uh, mail time coming up in just a second. Then we were going to talk to you guys about the uh, topic at hand tonight, which is um, what is the worst thing that has happened to you at a paintball field? And let's be honest, we all have a story, I'm sure. Uh, we also have a new segment uh, or a new fresh vault from Joe and uh, more to come. So why don't we get right into some mail time, Gavin?
1: Mail time. Mail time. Ladies and gentlemen, this is mail time—my time to shine, where I get to rip open my sack and read some of the correspondence that you folks have sent in. And I just want to let you know that the mailman continues to deliver. So, if you have any questions, please post it up in the chat, and if we catch it, we'll certainly read it on the show. So is first there any one
0: questions from to- Ryan McGee? Can 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 we read Ryan McGee's first?
2: No, hang on. Before we <laughs> before we go on, I've never heard Gavin say the mailman like in a, an innuendo type way but i couldn't help but take that as a as a ding so can we just give gavin a little ding for that one
0: there we go
1: oh you've been creeping in my window it's my little ding <laughs> all right so the first question comes to us from ryan mcgee because it was requested from todd <laughs> in his show i didn't even know all you had right. one i just took <laughs> it
0: <laughs> it's
1: your show todd all right um and i'm gonna get everybody else to mute because this goes directly to our friend josh Zubi Zubricus. uh-oh the get question out. is for monsieur of magfed mr Zubricus. do you recommend a chest rig plate carrier or or battle belt for the average MAGVED player? And what do you think the advantages and drawbacks are of each? Um, So I know it was addressed to you, but I think we can all chime in. So what do you use for MAGVED? What are the uh, pros and cons of each of the uh, platforms?
2: That was a loaded question. Holy smokes. Um, I have both a chest rig and a quick release flight carrier that I wear. Uh, Chest rig, obviously for the days that are pretty darn hot, Uh, other than that, Play carry holds a, a hydro pouch and all that. I don't go in for the battle belt stuff. I don't like that. It gets in the way of crouching down and running, if you ask me. So I steer away from those. But for the most part, it's a quick release play carrier.
3: Hmm. Joe? Um, I have a, a chest rig that I wear when I play mag fed, and I don't use a remote line. So I can just, I put my tank right directly on my, my gun. So I have a chest rig that carries. Five mag pouches so I and I also I have um, you know four pouches full of mags and then I have a pod that a pouch that has a hundred round tube in it with a hundred round tube with with balls in it so I can load up my mags in between games and then I have a plate carrier that I wear um, uh, for a big game if I want to wear a remote line or it's not too hot and I got that plate carrier from Ikea get it
1: no, <laughs> a cabinet. <laughs> yes, a no, Plate carrier. Uh, yeah. For me, I use a Eagle tactical vest. Um, some of the old school stuff, and that works fantastic. Uh, if you can find it, Eagle Industries, fan frickin' tastic um, carrying system. So the pros, it fits my body quite well. I don't have to worry about um, things dreamy jiggling around. You. I'm sorry. It's dreamy on you. It's dreamy on me. Um, But I am intrigued about the bandolier system, right? So not so much the belt because I'm a skinny guy, so it's kind of hard to find a fit. Um, If I had a belt system, it would be two mags, which would not last me the full day. Um, (laughs) But yeah, but but, but, but the bandolier system in terms of um, it's on your chest. It's like a chest rig, but it's not fully restrictive and uh, there's more room to, to, to breathe and uh, uh, for mo- uh, movement and mobility. So that's what I'm gonna look into. If anybody has any experience with that, please uh, post up in the chat because I'd love to hear about that. Uh, but it's uh, it's an intriguing uh, system that I would like to uh, to to experiment with. Hedge- Hedgehog, it-
2: Hedgehog does the bandolier
1: system, doesn't he? Yeah, a number of people like, um, so Hedgehog, uh, I don't think does, but it, it, no, he does, you're right. And uh, Alabaster Slim, our good friend as well, uh, does a very similar. Um, setup I think like he's that. just copying Hedgehog. <laughs> Could be. I'm gonna ask yeah. you, Todd, but I'm not Well, don't know here's the thing. Much I'm experienced with that. I, I've only played Meg
0: character. a couple of times, but I'll be honest with you. I, I again, I've only played it a couple of times, so I do not own a vest to play in. I've used my speedball pouch, and you're gonna all shudder and and give me the gears. But on the same token, I was able to still play. So if you guys are wanting to try it. You know, it does work. You can cram a couple of mags into each pod pouch uh, holder where your tubes would normally go. Put one or two in there, and it's it. Yeah, it might be lame. It may not look cool, but at least you could still get out there and play it. And if it's something that you like, then maybe adopt the adopt a or something a little more. You know, a little more mag fetty. But uh, just because you don't own the equipment doesn't mean you can't play it, anyways.
1: And Bob Spisser. Bad says uh, he has a different setup for basically each gun and Ryan McGee who asked the question was like oh I have an answer to that why not you even put it in damn it <laughs> <laughs> you know the answer stop asking questions uh, but yes he he found some limitations with uh with the bandolier system but
0: yeah i think one of these days Ryan McGee's going to be minding his own business walking down uh, the the road and thinking to himself you know what, I'm going to take this alley as a shortcut and then he's going to see Gavin and <laughs> he's going to have a, <laughs> a billy stick in his hand. Well, 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 Ryan McGee, we finally meet. <laughs>
1: Good old fashioned beating. <laughs> All right. Next question comes to us from Brad Thomas jr. And he wants to know, uh, somebody has the answer, but clearly we can, uh, we can address this on the show. So the podcast listeners can, uh, know the answer. What is the difference between paintball gun oil and grease? I want to get back into playing later this year and figure I should lubricate my marker. Uh, since it has been a long while, but I'm not sure what I should be using. So um, he does have a tipman crossover, but what's the difference between oil and grease?
3: Oil is... Uh, (laughs) Oh, he was drinking,
1: so... Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) tried to bust him, but anyway, go ahead, Joe.
3: Um, Oil is, is lower viscosity than grease. Grease is much thicker, and it can often be used on you know, O-rings are on different seals to form a a, a, a a tighter seal from the air leaks, whereas oil just typically lubricates things.
0: Yeah, I always think if lube is for like low-pressure guns, like the the grease, rather, is for low-pressure guns and anything like, a, you know, high-pressure, the gun oil you're a little better on. Uh, I wouldn't use gun oil on anything that runs... You know, runs low, pro- low pressure, basically if it has a battery you probably want to stay away from gun oil, but check your owner's manual and don't take advice from these idiots me included if he's
2: got a, if he's got a Tipman crossover um, when you get out to the field drop a little a uh, couple of drops of oil right in your marker itself and then screw your tank on, give it a few shots and that should work the oil through it and you should be good to go
1: Oh into yeah. oh, the ASA, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Them some good advice.
2: Just not not the tank. The ASA on the gun. Not the tank.
0: Yeah, no kidding.
2: Don't put oil in the tank. Yeah.
1: No. All right, next question comes to us from Brooke Hunt, who is in Ontario, Canada and wants to know when can I play paintball again?
3: <laughs> That's a good one, Brooke. Um the restrictions are being lifted you know, in the province, it was announced today. So you'll you'll probably see some paintball in some, maybe in the northern regions of Ontario. Probably sooner than later. Southern Ontario might be a, a different thing. And each each field right now, depending on what their public health um, dictates, is sort of where we are now. So there are there really are no fields that most of the fields right now are in different public health regions so you know one field may open in one spot but other fields may not open it it's all dictated by the local public health so we'll we'll we're we're following things quite closely so we'll we'll do our best but you know watch watch instagram and social media and stuff like that but we'll get you a fix
0: plus where we are there's a foot of up. snow on the ground and it's freezing outside what was it today it's minus
3: below freezing Todd
0: yes but what does it feel like today minus 21 or something it felt like apparently according to the Min- weather minus minus
1: 8000 it was colder yeah. than a yeah. witch's yeah. it was <laughs> minus <laughs> Joe, 10
0: wo- feels like minus 20 it said
3: yes and,
1: and, and like Joe, that. I actually had to no, warm myself way, guys, talking to I <laughs> had to warm myself up on a witch's tit like it was that cold <laughs> it was that cold that's nice <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah
2: what okay i i sorry i have breaking news from Matt Watts who knows considerably more about paintball than myself, who clearly says Tipman crossover is to be lubed, not oiled. So don't put oil in your crossover.
1: There you
0: go. And if you have done it already, then just blame Josh. It's fine.
1: And dear God, you just lost your spot in the show, uh, Josh. Yeah. (laughs) Next week, we welcome Matt.
3: Kathy he's Tank. not
2: nearly as bitter as I am, so I don't know what
3: you guys. It's nice do. to see Matt. Matt watching. He was making making some nice comments in the in the forum earlier, um, in the in the Facebook forum, um, as well. Which leads
2: me to believe he's drunk.
3: No, he's sober. Kathy uh, Tanker Wilson from somewhere in America wants to know, hell, hell I just want to know when I can get back into Canada. I I, I don't know when so the borders we. are. I don't know when the borders are going to open up. I, I, I'm not sure. Could it, borders could open it be... now if you fly in.
1: I'm thinking, you know, it's going to have to do a lot with the vaccine rollout on both sides of the border, right? So yeah. uh, we desperately want to see our friends. We definitely want to travel, uh, play some events, uh, attend some, um, some conferences and stuff to like that. I,
3: don't, I need a new pair of jeans.
1: I want to go to Gus's. So even a, Costco, know, like everybody else does. <laughs> yeah, but if, you know what? So when can you come back to Canada? Mm, don't know. When can we go to the States? We don't know. Uh, let's just hope everyone stays healthy. Wash your damn hands. Wear a mask if you can. Uh, definitely physical distance. Um, and uh, we'll get back to the regular world as, uh, as we know it hopefully soon.
0: Joe, after what you've been watching with the Yellowstone, I'm surprised you're not going to buy hearts.
2: Maybe do you know how expensive cards, yeah. Is?
0: They are very expensive. We looked at it, uh,
2: no, you don't. It's inexpensive, <laughs> it's worth
0: it, yeah. Um, Gavin, how many more questions do you have? Or, oh, I you... have a
1: lot in my sack, it hasn't been emptied yet. Uh, can I get to a couple and then maybe we can move on and go back to it if that's okay?
0: Yeah, it's your shame. Uh, so,
1: the first one's a quick one, and this is directly to you, Todd, and it comes from Coast to Coast Paintball Canada, Tad. You should dye your hair pink this year. (laughs) Yeah. You know what?
2: We've been to a couple of games where we used pink fill and Todd did leave the field with pink
0: hair. Yeah, unfortunately that, that happens. I would dye my hair any color if this COVID would be over. If someone said to me, if you dyed your hair today, COVID's over tomorrow, I would do it in a second. I don't even care what color it would be. I'm so done with this nonsense. Yeah.
1: Alright, and last one before we maybe temporarily cinch up the sack. It comes to us from Fergie PB, and he wants to know what is the best and worst paintball mask? Let's go around the horn. Joe, best then worst.
3: The, what era? Currently? I guess. I Probably the EVS right now is probably the vest or the Spectra. Um... Are probably the best, and I don't know what the worst one is. Depend. I think the best if it fits your head and it's it's ASTM and ANSI approved, then wear it for paintball. Don't buy something from Amazon that says paintball and airsoft approved because it's not. So if it fits and it's comfortable and you can play paintball and it's a properly approved mask, then I would say it's fine. In my opinion, I think the EVS or the Spectra.
0: Matt Watt says his favorite is the Leader Z. (laughs) 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 Um, I would have to say my favorite is still the JT Spectra. If I could only choose one, that would be it. Second, maybe would be the Grills. I do like the Grills. And the worst, as Joe said, is anything that you buy on Wish or Alibaba or Amazon. Any of those places. Absolutely.
1: Joshua.
2: Um. Best, my no. best and my absolute favorite is the Flex 8. Just the way it fit, it perfectly fits me in my gigantic head. I personally, I love that. Uh, the worst mask I've ever actually tried on my face was the Angel eyes
0: <laughs> Yeah, they right. were not
2: designed to sit on a human face. Yeah, no questions asked. Matt can answer that too. Yeah.
0: Unlucky Canadian says, Die i5s. I find that any of the die goggles are just too small. Like, if you've got a smaller face, maybe, but I just... Not a... Yeah. Um,
1: So for me, the E-Flex, similar to the Spectra platform, but they better the lens system. And the worst, save face. Mm -hmm. Anything save face, you just beat it.
3: Ryan McGee said worst. The the irony irony of that, eh? Face aren't even approved. They don't have any rating for paintball or air songs, so...
0: And sorry, what did you say your favorite one was, Gavin?
1: It's like the E-Flex, isn't it? E-Flex, like the, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
3: Isn't that a song? E-Flex, flex, 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 flex. La, flex. la, 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 <laughs> yeah.
0: Is a lonely child waiting by the... F- yeah, anyways. Um, I
3: thought I made it very clear at the start of the show. You need to stop <laughs> singing. Oh, sorry. We didn't... Yeah. We thought there was a part that we were allowed to sing.
0: Yeah. Apparently not, according to Josh. Hey, can I guys can I tell you guys about something real quick? Planet Eclipse. Did you know that they are they have more championships, they have new mechanical markers, new electronic markers, new territory, including the new MagFed Division. Get Planet Eclipse and take on the world, guys. Check them out at your local retailer.
3: When the world's greatest players, photographers, and expected parents need the best coverage, most vivid colors, biggest selection, they pull a tab on an EG product. Hashtag pop smoke.
1: Thick, welded seam, stainless steel hardware, multiple color options makes AirUps the number one choice for inflatables on and off the field. Made in America by Brent Davis and his crew, airups.com.
2: Dreams Fade, Ruthless Paintball Products, Color Supplementation, and Craftsmanship Never Die. On or off the field, Ruthless keeps you fresh. Use the promo code btb 15 for 15% off your order
1: adapt create and win exalt is in our blood and in fact it is our blood type so make your game boil get exalt which is available worldwide worldwide
3: from the beginning you'd stumble down a rocky cliff or to chest deep through a mosquito-infested bog but whether you're sliding into snake or running and gunning gi sports has the gear for you now at the stormer stormer elite and stormer tactical
0: DLX Technologies, guys, true industry innovators with some of the lightest, fastest, and sleekest hardware in paintball. DLX has the power to get to the podium, and that's where you want to be. Um, shout out to Marcello, Paintball Gun Tech. Costa says, Plant Eclipse rules. Yes, sir, and thank you to them for being a sponsor of our show. Richard Richie Rampage Santos is tagging GI and Tipman right now as well go ahead guys tag any of our sponsors we really appreciate it. if it wasn't for the sponsors we would not be here and speaking of our sponsors and what we just said um joe you might need to ex- explain this every week we say it and it just dawned on me to that people may not know that why when we talk about smoke grenades do you talk about expecting parents i know you and uh, i know the answer to that but
3: a lot a lot many, many parents have you know are Using smoke grenades, um, EG makes a whole line of smoke grenades and, and, and reveal gender reveal um, products that you can that expect that parents and families use um, for lighting off to pull, a, pull their smoke out and out billow will blue or pink or a uh, non type of colored smoke might billow out as well. So uh, that's what. Um, people use for um, gender reveals or yeah, photography yeah. or whatever they're you know smoke the eg smoke products are not just for paintball or airsoft there is a myriad of uses
0: yeah uh,
1: just not in the mall not in the mall <laughs> these are I learned that. I learned that the hardware. Okay. Well I outdoors in well ventilated way.
3: Yeah. well ventilated spaces yes um
0: eric parks in the live chat says uh, hey todd how do i get a hoodie like josh Zuby Zubi zubricus is wearing um you don't get one eric you earn one uh, maybe come spring, Joe and I were already talking before the show. We may do a reorder of all of the, sh- of all the hoodies that you see, uh, with the tiger stripe and, uh, with the woodland and the one Joe's wearing with the black, um we might do a reorder of those in the spring but what we're going to do is we'll ask you guys to join the reorder if anybody wants to order at that time and uh we can we can we can do those. You guys can pick your size, pick your color and we'll have them shipped right to you guys. And if
3: you don't want a behind the bunker one, you can get a flag Raider one.
0: Or
1: a Terror tech Industry, your choice.
0: <laughs> I was going to say way to take the wind out of the <laughs> sail there. But no, that's yeah, fine. Woo. We can we can certainly do that, ladies and gentlemen. Um yeah. So what we're going to do, this is your time to shine. If you guys are watching at home, we're going to watch your comments in the live chat because we want to hear from you. Tonight's topic is what is the worst thing that happened to you at a paintball field? And we're going to read your comments on the YouTube and on the Facebook comments. Uh, so hopefully you guys can uh, come up with some and put them in there. Uh, the other thing before we get to some of the comments that you guys have sent in through our social media platforms, I want to say thank you to all 80 of you guys who so far shared the show uh thank you so much for doing so and i see a lot of you guys have commented on the show as well sorry we're not getting to a lot of your comments it's it's moving pretty quickly on youtube or it's on facebook um but yeah I, I i would appreciate uh you guys hitting that like and share button it means a lot for me it means a lot to the guys doing the show and it means a lot to our sponsors so thank you thank you so much so what was the worst thing that happened to you at a paintball field um josh you've got a couple sheets maybe we'll start with you in a moment um yeah and i like what you uh, i like uh george hay asked how do i earn a hoodie and gavin good comment stop wearing your jeggings <laughs> <laughs> oh poor george hay all right hey. josh
2: all right, all right. so uh, let me get this out of the gate at the beginning here if the worst thing that's happened to you on the paintball field is you got shot in the nuts, you have been playing paintball long. Ago. Huh. Okay, Jonathan Waring, tops my list right here. With 2014, suffered a massive heart attack <laughs> from tearing my right coronary artery, artery. Coated twice in a four operation, but uh, a heart surgeon called Dr. Gunn. Sixteen weeks rehab. He's all good. Why would Good you start chance, with that? That's
0: phenomenal.
1: <laughs> like, why would you start with that?
0: Everything else. Is gonna I was going like to say how crap. I pulled a hammy. Because <laughs> I
2: just wanted to say to everybody else who goes, "Oh, my worst experience was getting shot in
1: the wee wee." Go take a hike, Josh. You suck. <laughs> you just uh, ruined
0: this whole topic. My hamstring uh, I, really did hurt, though. <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: uh, Crystal Patterson says shot the boob is the worst feeling ever, but uh, I'm sure guys have have I've uh, have gotten worse. Yeah, Jonathan got a heart attack. So there you go. Um, my next one up is, uh, I'm going to call him out for uh, John Amoda. Hey, listen, John. He says, flew to Australia, didn't come back without the first place trophy. Listen, you little whiner. Let me tell you something right out of the gate right here. You left Australia with your life in your hands. You won. Stop complaining about trophies. Everything in Australia, including all the Australians are trying to kill you. So why would you worry
1: about a first place trope? Um, You know, just a production note. Can we not start with Josh next time? You may.
0: <laughs> Maybe. I I, say it. I am going to say that Matthew uh, Maverick Watson in the live chat has just ruined himself. He basically said 32 years of playing, never got shot in the nuts. Guess where he's getting shot next time he steps on a paintball field? Yeah. Um,
2: Guess who's aiming for it? Sorry, I got, I got one <laughs> last one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, from top fan of the show, Bobby Douse. Uh, this one hurts the most, but it's a different kind of pain. This is about a stingray once.
0: <laughs> uh, Elliot Darnu in the live chat says, uh, I was I was being caught talking about behind the bunker. Oh, that's not very nice. That's no, uh, a
2: different kind of pain too.
0: <laughs> Jared said, I got hypothermia last year in September. Oh boy. Wow.
3: Where were you playing?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, Joe, what about you? Um, what do you have on your sheets there?
3: Uh, Charles White in the early days, I got shot in the head with a frozen paintball, dropped me to my knees. Let's see who else. <coughs> um,
0: <laughs> Speaking of dropping your knees, let's welcome Daniel Barney Alamo to the show.
3: Very nice. Hi, hey, Barney. He's an <laughs> a knee dropper. Billy Billy Jack Meaford, as a photographer, is in the middle of a game shooting, took a shot in the junk, kept shooting, but moving slowly, not five minutes later, squatting down to get a series of shots. He got hit in the back of the junk container, and it nearly killed him. I guess that would hurt, because most of the time you get hit straight on in that. But otherwise, he got shot from the back. Um, let's see what else. Russell Johnson tore a tendon in my leg or got shot in the neck from a, from a three-foot-away teammate. Um, Gerald Skibu tossed up between taking hit in the side of the neck from four feet away now we're breaking his collarbone
0: so there you go um connor the live chat says hey australia isn't all that bad vegemite will save you from anything down here that's trying to kill you
1: Uh, that's right mate i have it almost every day (laughs) that's why why we have that's why we have a tube in the studio Uh, a tube in the studio and i have (laughs) a well jar number two and this stuff it's actually forever some people
2: get the standard EpiPen when they're allergic to someone Gavin's got a special one, it's just got
1: Vegemite in
0: it <laughs> hey, I'm
1: going down I'm going down happy
0: Mike <laughs> Grizzly Grub in the live chat says discovering Thistle Thorn in New York yeah that'll give you a bad day um, ba- Bab Spisser says uh, had a competitor died during a tournament and a friend had a seizure the same tournament maybe you should stay away from that series Bob. Oh boy! That's
1: true. I I had to meet myself. I wasn't laughing.
3: Oh, that's true.
1: <laughs> uh, Lemar Lopez or Lamar Lopez says, uh, "Fire ants mounds back in a woodball's day." So he he got peppered with ants and paint, and uh, clearly this is an inside story because James Christopher said, "How about the dead cow? The dead cow, cow equals a bunker." <laughs>
3: Did anyone have that part? If it's a park, dead park, cow and
2: it still works, is it still a bunker? Yep.
3: Todd, do you have comments from Instagram or no?
0: Mm, I, I printed them off. You guys should have them. Every, all the sheets that I have, you guys have. Did not. Who has no, the one?
1: Alan uh, Gilniak uh, was talking about um, surrendering someone and the kid turned around and shot him. That's uh, not a good time at all.
0: Well, while we're um, looking through the sheets, let's start with you guys. Um, Gavin.
3: Tell me I about- found the one I wanted to read. Yep. This is uh, off Instagram from Parker Kimpson. Got shot in the back of the just head by, by my dad while we were in the tiger cages. He said river cages, but I know what he meant. I, We were playing on a Tuesday night when he was just really in his first or second game of paintball. We were down in the tiger cages and we were walking down down a path towards the POW camp, and a guy came out and just started overshooting like crazy. So in an effort to defend my child and shoot the guy repeatedly, I hit Parker in the head first, and I told him to lay on the ground. But, and then, then the, the situation was alleviated, but he did get christened under fire by the headshot.
1: So another bad dad moment. Uh, Mike Riley says he took out another player with about three or four shots and realized it was his daughter. <laughs> super bad. But she <laughs> said after the game, you know, it's all good, Dad. Always play to win, right? You know, with tears
0: in her eyes. <laughs> she a clearly girl.
1: had it. She clearly
2: had it coming.
0: Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um,. Daniel uh, Barney Alamos is shooting over a down tree and was over a beehive. Got about fifteen stings, and at first thought, I thought I was being overshot. Yeah, that'll uh, that'll give you a better yeah, day. I could see that. Yeah, that's one of the ways we remove wasps' nests at the field is by just taking out a paintball gun. You just have to make sure that you're far enough away and you're you cover it with paint fast and enough. And you're a
3: good sprinter. Yeah, <laughs> they get they get mad. You do it early in the morning or later in the evening at sunset, and you have an, a reasonable opportunity to um, eliminate eliminate them with extreme prejudice.
1: If you wait, and that's not a mission I can participate in. If no, you wait true. till uh, Gavin
0: <laughs> is refing on that field, then you sneak in, get the wasps, and run. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for wishing me, dead, Todd. Yeah.
2: Uh, best friend of the show, uh, Seb, says the hearse that used to be the, by the drug lab at the Middle Flag Raiders Field, um, full of bees, uh, as, as usual. So.
0: Oh, nice. Sorry, <laughs> I'll tell you. In the, uh, yeah, I'll tell you guys later. Something just came through on the email oh, good. I've been an waiting for. Joke. For awesome. no, not an inside joke. Something I've been waiting for for six months. Wow. I I just got the uh, the invite. To uh, join Starlink, but it expires in 15 minutes.
1: Oh, I thought it was an Amazon package.
0: No.
3: So Todd's going to end That's the show now. you <laughs> Should
2: we just should we just talk yeah. about amongst ourselves? Yeah, while
1: you maybe. Answer your junk email. Yep. Go ahead. And Todd <laughs> Abraham says he tore his Achilles uh, Achilles in 10 minutes into the first game. Surgery, eight weeks in a cast before he could walk on it again. Took Tom, a good you sure should have to feel it. right again.
3: Tommy Guns had a good one. One time I got stung by one of Andy Fortune's trolling comments. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yeah, but what was was your worst one?
1: I can't even remember. Every day is a wonderful experience out there, except when you're having some medical concerns, right? So, um, you know, heat exhaustion is always a creeps into my day and it ruins it, but I've been really... Really fortunate uh, that things haven't been horrible for me. So uh, some days I pout because I suck ass. Other days, um, you know, it's it's still a good day, right? It's not a day in the office. Any day playing paintball is fantastic. With Any the day exception, of, a, with the I exception of some of these people who have had some pretty serious uh, concerns, uh, I've been really yeah. fortunate, really lucky. So how about you, Josh?
2: Uh, worst one was actually getting shot um, from not too far. I'm not entirely sure how far the person was. But I got shot directly on the tip of the pinky finger, and it uh, caused the nail to swell up. So for about a week, I was taking a little drill bit and draining the pressure, draining the pressure, and then finally, about two weeks later, it actually kind of festered and fell
1: off. So it was like the what is the, wrong with you, Josh? Like you've
2: it,
0: always it come was with the, the worst. You started was the with wealth. the
1: worst scenario, and even talking about you draining your appendages—that's <laughs> come on. It
2: was the wealth that just kept giving for two weeks. You know, you get shot in the nuts and it's like, you know, okay, an hour later you're up and up and, and running again, right? So to speak. But uh, yeah, that one that one took the cake for quite a while.
3: Javin and I have been involved in a couple of situations at the field as far as, you know, medical medical concerns. So Oh yeah, you know, those that was are, the worst the, day ever. Yeah, those are, <laughs> those are those are those are times that, you know, you're thinking, Phew, um, but I, I don't know what mine is. I, I guess a couple times you've been shot and you get like a, a shot in the head or something and you just get your bell rung or you uh, I, last year seemed to be the season of getting shot in the frontal areas a couple times. And that, that, that's painful, but you have to uh, grin and bear it for lack of a better term and carry on. But all day, all days at paintball end at the Moose. So it doesn't really matter. So any day is a good day, like Gavin said.
2: Moose makes everything feel better. This is true. Now, Joe, you've got a pretty unique experience compared to everybody else. You run a, a you own a, and run a field, right? Yeah. Is there any like, is there anything that stands out as a field owner that was terrible that we wouldn't necessarily see as players?
3: Um, there. Just, been... just what you hinted at. Just what? You, yes. What I, what, I, what I alluded. What I. What I alluded. Besides at, owning a paintball field, that's probably the worst. Um, we've had a couple, you know, a couple good break, like breaks, and you don't like to talk about that at a paintball field because it's kind of like wind, rain, things that you don't want to talk about because it, it's all karma, not sharma. It's all karma related, so we, we don't talk about them. But we've had a couple, you know good breaks where people have just turned and, you know, maybe they weren't wearing the proper footwear. And we always caution people to please do up your shoes. Don't come wearing skate shoes or anything like that. You know, wear, you know, wear sturdy footwear, if you will. Um, but we had a guy break his leg, twist his ankle, and we, we had some duct tape with us and we used a couple sniper barrels and made splints for the fellow and got him off the field. But, you know, you, you try to, you know, lots of things you know can happen at any kind of event not necessarily paintball
2: so So, some of the things i think uh someone alluded to one earlier some of the things i think that are, are the worst thing that happens in paintball is people are spreading stories like the frozen paintballs right you know people like to oh somebody's shooting frozen paintballs it's not physically possible unless you're carrying around like Liquid nitrogen to freeze paint, right? Right. So it, I find that stories like that probably hurt paintball more than anything else. But you know, except for actual playing and getting bruises and stuff, it
3: takes like, an awful lot. Stupid
2: stuff of like that cold, is terrible.
3: Cold weather, cold temperatures to freeze a paintball and a for, a winter formula paintball. I don't, I don't think you can freeze it because of the the fill. You know, a winter formula paintball does have some oil oils or oil-based light substances in it and i don't think you can freeze them and
2: there's yeah. you well know, there's plenty of videos out there too where people take just regular paintballs put them in the freezer for 48 hours put a gun shoot it in a breaks.
1: yeah uh, that like it's
2: not making it out, just out doesn't barrel. freeze yeah. right yeah I, I think what a lot of people are thinking about is when paint gets warm and then they're shooting out in the sun that's generally when people go oh, someone's shooting frozen paintballs." paintballs like no it's rubbery it's hard you have heat exhaustion. You get shot in the dome, and of course, it hurts a little bit more than usual. So, I, I, think, I think th-
3: about, these but... people that are driving around with paint in their cars, in their trunks, then they they climatize it, take it out, use it. It gets hot again, climatize it, or it gets wet, and then it tr- it, it contracts back. Those and, and people using old paint. Those are those those are the mo- more most dangerous people. Is not an old paint ball. You know, that's past its past its prime, you know, can get quite hard. Either that or it gets very brittle and just breaks on on impact, but you can Br- get some pretty old paint brittle's that, brittle, brittle is, is good. Brittle is good. But yeah, some of this hard stuff is it's, it's too not, brittle, not just right. ends up
2: breaking in markers and stuff, too. Yeah.
3: Right?
2: I've right. gone to events where paint wasn't stored properly overnight, except to store very cold weather. So the next day we got up, we were playing. I mean, I was trying to put paint through an axe. You know, it was breaking constantly. I actually ended up going with a pump halfway through the day, and even then, it was whatever 10 shots I was cleaning out until the paint actually sat out in the sun long enough to kind of warm up and get to get a little better. But we will come in the morning, man, that paint was brittle. It was a good two and a half to three hours of playing with this awful paint. Nobody was right. having a good time at all,
3: and that's only because paint was cold, not even frozen. Tommy Gunn said, can get quite hard. Ding. So there you go, Tommy. I'm curious um, how
1: many of our our fans at home uh, have their own bells
3: <laughs> that now, they
1: they ding along.
3: Bill Bill Schribner. There's some watches Shribner from the North Pole that says do. Cal CalMag. Now I put a post up on on Flag Raiders about the CalMag boxes, and I did a little thing that I shared at the old school, old school paintball. We shot CalMag for several years consistently, and we. Whether it was our distribution or our supply line, but the Calmag we shot, it would it would fly through the guns, it would fly through leaves and stuff, and it would hit people and break. We had tremendous luck with Calmag, and you know, in its in its heyday, it was really good paint. Now whether. You know some of these some of these guys that had bad experiences with Calmag that it was rock hard and stuff whether it was old paint or or something but the Calmag that we at Flag Raiders shot in the heyday it was it was truly fantastic paint I would compare Calmag to All Star back in the day as well as the packaging was cool but that you know that really All yeah. Star yeah man that solar pink that we were shooting for so long was fantastic yes it was vivid and it maybe left some stains but it for the most part it washed out it sure it sure beat the hell out of shooting um nelson oil-based paint at yourselves there
2: was a game that we played at the middle field the one on Kasu, yes where we had all-star with the clear shell and the bright yellow fill and the black stars and the black stars on it that was one of the games i remember the absolute most at like beginning battles and stuff it looked like the whole sky just kind of went yellow yeah and all day long you could see this yellow zip and paint all over the place oh, it was a riot was having a lot of fun that
3: that and that well, stuff broke really really well too that all that all-star was really in today's world close to a four star or a, a, a super premium or an You know, that, that paint was really quite fantastic. It was amazing. The all-star, you know, the, the, the all-star made in Florida was just perfect.
1: So Bob Spisser and Matt uh, Watts in the chat are talking about the black shell, yellow fill or or black shell, uh, green fill. I never liked a dark shell, Uh, um, you know, black or dark because it was so hard to track. Uh, both True. on the shooting and receiving end, so you're you're shooting a lot of paint, and it was hard for me uh, to adjust. So um... maybe we
3: should go back to a dark shell ball. Maybe we should get dark shell balls, and people can't track and they'll shoot more. I like how <laughs> soon, we, should fill, yeah. we should fill them with clear fill so that you, you, <laughs> I, you know, it didn't hit me. Like, playing, I think it, I was like playing Gavin,
2: I like how, as soon as Gavin says, I don't like it, Joe's like, we should bring that back.
1: Like oh you know what it, it's been a slow year right because you know most fields are shut down so let's uh let's increase some of the revenue by just a black shell clear clear fill right it's like, wait, it was Gavin, a bounce
2: it was a bounce Gavin has a valid reason let's ruin it. Todd, are you back
3: from your Uh, Skype? I am,
0: but I was just thinking we should probably end the show for the guys watching on Facebook. But we also have a vault segment. But I kind of don't want to bury it at the end of the show. Joe, should we play it today, or should we? I'll do
3: another one. Just do it. All right. Well, let's do that.
0: Let's let's play.
3: Here's here's what what we're gonna do then. Let's play
0: Joe's vault segment, and uh, we'll be right back because there's still more to get to.
3: Hey, it's joe with firefighters paintball here with another segment from the vault where we go back in history back into the early days of paintball this week is no different last week we talked about my second generation pgp pistol when i was rooting around looking for that i found this this is the rig that i would use to carry it a uh, standard gi pistol belt with a quick release back in the early days before plate carriers were invented the whole Alice system left over from Vietnam and other battles were used to carry your paintballs. This would carry eight, 10 round tubes and we have some probably leftover two-tone green RP Shearer paint. It's kind of cool and they would fit nicely in there. So you carry about a hundred paintballs. Um, So your paint, so your 12 grams didn't jingle around in your pocket. I I found this Eagle Industries shotgun holder. So it would hold about, 12 shotgun rounds, but it also held my 12 grams pretty much perfectly. And then I found, I somehow managed to track down, don't forget this is going back before Action Pursuit Games, or maybe around when Action Pursuit Games started around 1987. I found this really cool holster made by Clumas Products in Tempe, Arizona. It was for the PGP, it would fit in Velcro, you could carry a 10 round tube in front. With your paint all mashed up, and there was a little pocket for an auxiliary 12 gram, 12 gram. And this was a drop-down style, so you could put it around your thigh and run around. Don't forget, this is long before Condor was invented. Um, you had Eagle Industries making super high performance stuff for the military and law enforcement, but otherwise, you're using Army surplus found at your local surplus store. You've been watching from the vault on Behind the Bunker. See you next time. Pew pew. So that was that was one of my first um, load carrying things. I had a couple Alice packs <laughs> rigged up. What? Thank you. I had a couple Alice packs, Alice I got systems rigged, Alice systems <laughs> rigged up with M16 pouches, and I'll I'll show that. So they had this the shoulder strap and you know the H the H harness because that was very Vietnam-y at the time. And quite frankly, vest vest didn't come along till we got into the Eagle vests, probably in the early early 91, 92, but before that everyone was using M16 rounds and M16 mag pouches, stuff left over from Vietnam. So it was pretty cool. Um, that, that, that holster I found, I, I'm pretty sure I found it out of an APG and I sent a money order to some guy in Arizona and he was probably making them in his garage and he sent it up to me. So it was kind of neat, uh, a neat little holster that I, I dug out and it had some paint in it. That was old R.P. Shearer, green, green, breaks, yellow. Super old stuff, probably 25 or 30 years old. There you
0: go. Sorry about all the dinging, that was brilliant.
3: There was some dinging, yes.
1: (laughs) And Connor Mater Bryant, uh, our friend from Australia, wants to know what's going on with the bells. So, I think he's fairly new to the show. So, does somebody want to explain
3: that to him? Gavin, why don't you talk about No, 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 I'm good. Well, I'm not going to explain it. I'm
0: just going to say what caused us to hit the bell when Joe said it. Basically, says Joe said that he remembers that that was his first load and at that point whatever happened afterwards didn't matter that was the device. Bell. Yeah. but, but I do like I, I it... do
1: like the hinting at it and so let, let's not explain it so you just have to tune in each week and try to figure it <laughs> out, try to figure it out. <laughs> follow well, the breadcrumbs my friend follow the vegemite breadcrumbs
3: yes the vegemite
1: yeah
0: yeah all right, ladies and gentlemen, here's what's going to happen. If you guys are watching us, us on Facebook, we're going to say farewell to you. If you're watching us on YouTube Live right now, stay tuned. It looks like we're going to end the show, but we're not. We're going to stay live for you, and we're going to stay live for all of you guys listening at home on the podcast. Um, so why don't uh, why don't we say farewell to you guys on Facebook? But before we do so, make sure you hit that like and share this to any of your, fa- your friends or your paintball groups that you belong to. Uh, help us spread the word that uh, we are live every Monday night and there is a a, a paintball show out there for all of you to watch. Uh, Thank you to Joe for being on the show.
3: Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. And Maverick Watts, I do have an Idema Combat Systems vest. It's designed for the SMG60 to carry the little stripper clips. So I do have a black one in my inventory, if you will. There you go. I'll turn it over to whoever's next thanks for watching pew pew
0: what about josh thank you for being on the show
2: yeah thanks for having me again this week and thank you to everyone who'd like to share the show as always it makes a big difference and i uh, would like to remind you to help control the local air software population have your local air softwares Oh,
0: well, that's not very nice and thank you to gavin sharma <laughs> <laughs>
1: again always wonderful to be here folks and it is so great to see brand new names in the chat forums as well uh so that is why it's so important that you like and share the show so that other people in your worlds uh can join us here and every monday night on behind the bunker thanks for tuning in and slide over to youtube right now because we have the after show starting shortly
0: Yeah, yeah. Thank you. thanks guys we'll uh see you next week and if you're watching us on youtube we'll talk to you in just
3: a moment Don't be a freeloader. If you liked what you hear, make sure to hit the share button below. Also follow us on our social media outlets like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, ICQ, and now MySpace. If you want to join the conversation, post your comments and we might read them on the show.
0: All right. So welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is our after show slash podcast for all of you guys that are still watching us on YouTube or listening to us in our podcast podcast. Thank you guys for joining us. It's uh, nice to have you here seeing a lot of you guys coming over from Facebook over to, uh, to YouTube, by the way, Bob, make sure you check your, uh, your Facebook messenger. I sent you a couple messages. I think I've got it secured, but I'm not sure. I'm still working on it.
2: Uh, they're called love notes,
0: love notes. Yes. Yeah. I, I made Bob one of those things where you, uh, what are those called? Where, where you from fold them?
2: Six. <laughs> What's your
1: favorite color? Blue. Do you <laughs> like him?
0: Yeah. <laughs> How many kids is Gavin going to have? (laughs) Yeah.
1: 35. 35. And my spouse will be Jeff.
0: Oh. (laughs) Hefe. (laughs) Hefe. Nice. I don't know how many children Hefe is going to bear for you, but.
1: (laughs) I would be good to you. (laughs) Oh, my God. We just lost a Rudy.
0: Oh. And that's
1: the after show. Good night.
0: (laughs) Yeah, what's on your mind, Facebook or YouTube? Rather, what's on your mind? Uh, lots of things happening in paintball. Not so much paintball extravaganza. We'd be all gearing up to going to be going there in the next couple of weeks, but as we all know, that's not happening right now.
1: Yeah, that would be, that would be next week,
0: and that would have been in Dallas potentially.
1: Dallas, Dallas, no. Dallas. <laughs> well, we at, at the airport.
0: Yeah, we've flown into Dulles many a times to to do. Uh, to do paintball extravaganza. This would have been the real Dallas. That would have been exciting. I
3: don't, have been mind, cool. I
2: don't mind flying into Dallas so long as
1: we're headed to the Xerox Center.
0: <laughs> yeah, yes. it'll never happen again, unfortunately. I
1: know. So are you guys feeling optimistic then about the season? Are no. you feeling like we are going to be a little bit better than last year? I, I know many fields, at least in, in Canada, were shut down due to uh, regulations, but um, I think we're we're getting close. We're getting close to certainly having full so. seasons again, right? So uh, normally our season begins in March um, because we have the snows. Um, but, you know, I, I'm, I'm thinking that um, it's going to be a good year. And people are chomping at the bit to get out and play with their Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah gear, right? So what are you guys thinking? What are you guys feeling? How about you, like individually? So as an industry, do you think things are going to be great this year? Uh, or at least better than last year. And what about you individually, personally? How are you guys feeling about playing this year?
0: <sighs> Todd, I, I don't know. So it's such a weird. I think this is going to be a solid season. I do. I think people need to. Um... <laughs> I think people are people are going as soon as, as soon as this kind of gets out, uh, you know, under control. I think people are going to go look at look at World Cup. World Cup was able to have an event even with half the world frightened and half the world not, they were able to have a large event. There's lots of people that want to play. I think as soon as this sort of passes over, I think this year, hell, we were going to go into an awesome year before the pandemic started. I, I don't know. I think I think it's going to happen. I think everybody's just kind of put their life back on pause. And I think that once they're able to open up again, I think it'll be fine. I think it'll be a busy season. I know I want to play.
3: Um, I, I think because of where we are right now in the middle of winter and just coming out of a shutdown. I think, you know, again, what I, what I said, I think you're going to see it as a sort of a, probably a slow rollout, if you will, about who opens and who doesn't opens, but you know, by, by mid season or, or early, late early season, I think you'll see people, you know, getting rolling. What, what we need now is that everyone be safe, stay, stay put for, you know, a few more weeks and then have a how a roll out and i think you'll see some of the northern ontario fields open probably first um i'm not sure about indoors where how battle how that will roll out but i think it's really up to the local public health and i'm excited about disease and i think it'll be good you know not only am i excited about being able to open the business and run the business but i'm excited to see my my paintball friends that you know i haven't really seen much normally I, I see people over the entire winter because we have an indoor but this is the first year since 2006 flag raiders hasn't been running an indoor thank god um but you know i'm excited to i'm looking forward to seeing my friends that i haven't seen since you know beginning of november like bob spicer uh, you know matt watts i see on the internet you know george hay hasn't been up at all because we've been in a pandemic normally george visits us two or three times you know two or three times a season he'll come up and 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 visit us for our events and i know there's lots of people that want to get up to flag Raiders and see and like likewise we want to you know get you know get to a get to a few destinations whether it's this year or next year again but you know I, i'm looking forward to not you know i'm looking forward to playing tuesday nights because you know it's it's a fun it's a fun night to get out and you know hang out with my friends play some paintball dress up, do some cosplay, hooyah, you know, that that kind of stuff. And that, you know, that that's that excites me as, as much as, you know, playing paintball is dressing up and pretending I'm a, a somebody sneaking around, you know, some some, you know foreign for an area in, in search of the bad guy so you know it's all imagination and really your only limitation is, is your imagination but that you know those are some of the things I'm excited for you know am I excited about washing goggles and stuff like that and bagging paint in the hundreds no not remotely but you know I'm excited to get get the paintball world happening again
0: yeah man yeah I miss all the people at all the events absolutely you know
1: So there was such an upswing and positivity and motivation with uh, Paintball Extravaganza from last year. So do you think the industry needs to get back together, regroup, and do something uh, to collaborate uh, to bring that same energy forward for the 2021 season?
3: That's kind of what Paintball Extravaganza is about, but yeah, I think right now, because this is a global phenomenon, the pandemic is a global thing. I think everyone is so fragmented and there's varying forms of whether people can be open, can't be open. Like some places in the States are still running regardless and Brazil is still running regardless. But, you know, I, I think it's tough for everybody. You know, in a normal year, spring rolls around and Everybody Mm. is on the same page. Let's open. I'm excited to open, but it's tough right now because everybody's, you know, if this, if this, the pandemic is a book, everybody's at a different chapter and it's tough to, well done. (laughs) It's tough, tough to get everybody together and on the same page, like. You know, we roll out a you know, we roll out a Christmas and it slows down right after World Cup and everybody sort of takes a little bit of a break. And then you have Paintball extravagance and that sort of opens the book on a new a new chapter or a new volume of the book. You know, this coming up is going to be volume number forty of paintball. This is the fortieth oh, absolutely. Anniversary. So this is our fortieth. Uh, oh, yeah. This is a great analogy. Um,
1: so <laughs> So to use the phrase um, that I know Josh loves, can we circle back to that? 40 years of paintball, 40 years of paintball. So what, what can we do uh, based on whatever regionally, you know, where we are um, in terms of what restrictions are in place or not in place? How can we really promote the sport? 40 years in the making How can we make I, this
2: great? I, I love your initiative
0: it- but I think we've lost it I think with the really? with the pandemic how do you like this is something we should have been planning for last year already pre-promoting it I think it's done I think people are just happy to get out I mean we can't promote any big game that's coming up and where we are anyways because we don't know when things are going to happen again there's no sense promoting or putting an event together um
1: so, okay, let's think small scale then. What What is in your control? What is in, within your wheelhouse that you're able to do uh, to really celebrate 40 years of a sport? Like we had a great documentary capitalizing on and, and documenting the history of our sport. And this year is 40 years in June, right? So what are we going to do individually? Like what what is your own commitment to the sport? How are you going to promote it? What are you going to do?
3: Social media posts. <laughs> I have like and share. Have a cake. Um, we're sturdy footwear to the field. I don't know. Um, right, right now we sort of have. We're we're kind of we're kind of coasting. It's like you know. I'm I've ordered my new book chapter number forty, but because of the backlog at, at the distribution warehouse and the and the distribution process, I'm waiting for my delivery with the various agencies delivering my parcel. Joe's really been tracking
0: know. it, but the tracking number hasn't changed. Like, I, yeah, it's he keeps still, hitting refresh. <laughs> it's still
3: keep hitting refresh. So I, I think until we sort of have an idea then, then we can, you know, plan something. I think we all together pulled out the two thousand and twenty season pretty fantastically once we were once we were given a go ahead. Um, so I think we kind of just we just wait and coast and sort of plan and there's not a whole lot of planning we can do right now because we don't Under- know when and how it's all going to unravel what are you Understood. what do you think I, I, josh
0: like where, where are your thoughts on this whole thing
3: uh personally i think we're
2: screwed for another summer right. i think we're gonna be on lockdown for another year um uh, i don't think things are looking all that great and to be honest with you it's really really sucks i'd love nothing more to be out with all our paintball friends out and playing and just having a good old time and some sunshine, but I just I don't see it happening yeah. and it sucks. Dojo so forty two
0: to... says sorry to Gavin. Dojo forty two yep. said Sunday June twenty seventh makes forty years of paintball. So yeah, if that's, that's right. so if that's oh. right, as Josh says, I, I don't know if where we are in Ontario, Canada, if we're going to be playing in big numbers by that point. Right.
1: But what I'm not I'm trying to put a wet the,
0: blanket on. Sorry. No, the, the
1: the bigger picture, right? So clearly, it can't be the whole festival type thing, at least in our area, and for a little while, right? So um, that's the collective effort. So what can you do as an individual, though, to promote the sport and let people know what uh, what you love to do and why we're here on a Monday night and why we spend thousands of dollars on uh, on this hobby slash lifestyle, right? So what can you do to bring somebody else in uh, and, and, and share your joy for the sport? Right. And so that can be done on a small scale. It can also be done on a large scale, but that we may be limited based on, a, you know, regional <laughs> policies and, and protocols. But what can that, you that, do and start thinking about that? What are you going to do? That's
3: kind the spirit that, that we find ourselves with Paint Fest. is, you know, it's the unofficial opening of the season usually the last week, last Sunday in April. And we do free entry, free rentals. And we encourage, we encourage a, an equipment owner which to bring out a brand new player or someone from work that says, oh, yeah, let's go play paintball. Some, or bring a friend that hasn't played for 10 years and, and, and get that love reinvigorated. You know, that, I think that's really what we have to take. Everybody has to take, take, their, take, take the initiative, take the helm, And bring someone out or two people out to play paintball. It doesn't have to be in April at the beginning of the season. It it can be any time. But as long as people take that initiative to bring bring a new person out or or tell a new person, and, and yes, all of our friends and all of our families get tired of listening to us, get up on our soapbox or whatever and tell people how great paintball is, but you know what? I hear a lot about how ho- great hockey is and you know what people can listen to how great paintball is or, or it's something like that so I think it's just it, it, it's, it has to everybody it has to come from everybody it can't just be the same 25 people bringing the, the same different friends out every time everybody has to take the initiative and if some of these guys on these chat forms instead of complaining or whatever just if everybody brought person to play paintball put that energy instead of replying to a text or something or a post on a forum about something negative put that funnel that into positivity positivity man and bring them out It sound like dennis hopper in apocalypse now man if everyone just brought those guys out and, and play or girls or anybody yeah come out and play paintball
1: so instead of bringing people out too because if you've you know exhausted your list of resources of people you can bring out How can you enhance the experience of somebody who's brand new for that day and it could be simply as a pot of paint right Uh, you have an extra pod you can top up their hopper anything that's going to help them enjoy their full experience right it's not about just shooting people it's about growing the sport Uh, and it's 40 years so how can you give back to the sport that's given so much to you so i want you to reflect on that i want you to think about that and
3: uh that'd be a good good topic question for next week what can you do to help promote help promote the sport what what can you do and what what do you do to help promote the sport that'd be an interesting an on interesting a weekly basis or,
1: or daily basis so what are you doing yes i, I love it yeah. what, what are you do doing you to, do to do give back
0: yeah. to give back bobby Doust in the youtube ch- uh, chat says uh, this is idea time so gavin's got mail time and now we've got idea time now we need a new theme song though yeah, but you guys yeah, it won't
3: be out of the sack, though. It might be I'll pull it out of my uh, a crumpled envelope in my pocket or something.
0: <laughs> yeah. All pull right. It
3: of, pull it out of the unicorn. That's there you right. go. I have to go soon because, A, it's Monday night, it's garbage night, and, and my friend is chomping at the bit to, to shoot things. Oh, here he comes.
0: Nice. Josh, any final thoughts, sir?
2: No. 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 Thanks for watching. We'll see you all
0: uh, next week. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I think Josh's. I think Josh's oh, point hey. too about about like how fast we're going to come out of this. I think he's got a point there, and I don't want to acknowledge it, but I think he's got a point. Well, I,
2: you know good. what? I love. I love to be all sunshine and roses about this, but you listen to them saying, and they're like, "Todd, you got your vaccine. What's the first thing they tell you? Continue to wear your mask. Yeah,
0: I can still Continue transfer. Continue to wear
2: it. your mask. No one has talked about you know when we're going to unlock. When we get you know that no one's out there and said like look when we get 80 percent of the population you know with the immunization then, then we can open stuff back up no one's saying that. yeah no one at all so if there's no end in sight and no one's giving us hope, then what do we got
1: but oh, what are you, bad but grammar. What are you in, yes <laughs> but what are you in control <laughs> yeah, of terrible what are you in control of yeah. you can't look at the big picture but what can you do
3: he can Individually. make sure he wears that tiger stripe hoodie because he looks sexy. Like, <laughs> that's pretty
0: damn nice. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, that's going to bring too many people to the yard. I think uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Tiger stripe brings all the boys to the yard. Yeah. Who needs milkshakes <laughs> when you got Josh in a tiger stripe hoodie?
0: Yeah. According to the pandemic, you are no longer to have all the boys in the yard. You can only have a small group like five. Oh, well. <laughs> All, All right. right. <laughs> well, why don't we end this? Joe's uh, friend Easily, Parker's chomping done. at the bit. Joe's halfway <laughs> he's off the seat. <laughs> he's half
2: out of his chair already. No,
3: I just spun. And it. he's not even having
0: a lean back.
3: <laughs> I There was no Joe lean. There was no Joe lean. Fully, fully engulfed in, no pun intended, in in watching this. Yeah.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for watching. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Gavin. And, uh, if you guys enjoyed the show, head on over to anywhere that you get your better podcasts from download it and you can listen to the whole thing in its entirety. Uh, we're going to go, we'll see you next week. Hello and welcome to behind the bunker. If you like tonight's show, it is turned into a podcast and you can find hundreds of them at Apple podcast or through Spotify or any other podcast platform in the known universe. If you want to watch tonight's show, go to YouTube and launch a search. They are all there. We release a new podcast every Monday night at 8 p.m. If you want to hit up the show, reach us by email at show at behindthebunker.com and you can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Tonight's podcast was produced by Matt the Crypt. Show's sponsors are Planet Eclipse, Enola Gay, Airups.